Who's in charge? You're listening to Quick Tips for Manifesting Your Heart's Desire at yogaofalignment.com, where you get bite-sized applications of Law of Attraction, giving you the tools you need to manifest the desires of your heart in all areas of your life. Comments for each and every one of our shows are open. Email me directly at rebbyatyofa.net or drop by the website yogaofalignment.com. You can receive remote healing sessions to support all aspects of your life. Monthly memberships available at alignmentforhealing.com. Hey guys, Rebbe here. And, you know, we've been talking about desire. We've been talking about the paradox of desire and the gift of unfulfilled desires. And if you've missed any of that, you can go back to the previous episodes. So when we're talking about how to live a life that is congruent with the true desires of the heart and that is flowing in the direction of the fulfillment of each desire as it arises so that it's like a natural organic movement rather than a struggle and a forced kind of experience. You know, it starts to become an important question of who's in charge. Like, where is that fulfillment coming from? Are we looking for it to come from outside of ourselves? Are we chasing after it? Or are we creating it? And are conditions necessary for our fulfillment? Are, like, does your happiness depend on the fulfillment of those desires in terms of you know, whatever it is that you want, that the conditions start to match that. Like you say you want a car and then boom, you have a car. Is that where your happiness is? So these questions really have to be not only answered, but they have to become the ground from which we arise. You know, it's like if you were a flower, the earth that you're planted in is going to determine you know, well, it's, it's providing all the nutrition and the water and everything that you need to grow. And so the earth of how you answer these questions determines the, the kind of flower you're going to be, you know. So who's in charge? Who's in charge of your happiness? Well, Abraham, you know, talking about the Abraham Hicks teachings, uh, Abraham has long been talking about setting your own tone. And I think that's the place that we want to be looking at right now because in everything that we've been talking about, about desires and what they are and how desire is the same as desirelessness and how desire is even when it's unfulfilled, it's just rich with information for us and, and a gift for us. When we see that the whole process, the whole journey of noticing that something is unfulfilled, the process of moving through time and space and aiming to get to a place where it is fulfilled is a journey of creation. It's not as much a journey of discovery. 
as it is a journey of creation. Because the journey of discovery assumes that it's all laid out for you and you're just walking into a pre-existing land, you know, where there is a map and you can find what's there. It's like these structures have been there and they have an address and you can go to them and they're there whether you're there or not. We want to look at this kind of differently. We want to look at this like that what you're stepping into is a blank canvas and you have some creative control over you know, to follow through on that analogy, which buildings are there and what's going on inside of them and how it all feels to you. When we put some energy into setting our own tone, when you decide that you are going to own the creator that you are, then the question starts arising like, well, how do you do it? How do you develop skill? How do you develop mastery at this creative process? And so one of the tools that I really like to use is chant. It's music and it's words and it's sounds and it literally creates a tone. It literally has tone. And so when we have music that the words can ride on and music that has, music is so connected to the feeling faculty that we have. And when we have words, whether they are in our own language so that we understand them and the mind can be worked on with them or they are sacred word formulas that come from a spiritual tradition. Either way, they have this creative power because they mold the shape and the consistency of our energy field. And by doing this, they influence the quality of our magnetism. And as we become more deliberately magnetic for the types of things that make our heart sing, things that are resonant with the true desires of the heart, then not only do desires become fulfilled, but the soul becomes satisfied. The soul's purpose for this human incarnation becomes fulfilled. And when that's happening, parallel to our human desires being fulfilled, that fulfillment feels fulfilling. <laughs> that fulfillment feels not just like, oh, I want a car and I got a car. Something else rings in it. The car is just standing in for the soul fulfillment and giving it metal and, 
you know, stuff, physical stuff. Does that make any sense to you? I hope it does. So I thought maybe we could just, right here, right now, create a little chant together, because uh, why not? Let's see how this goes. We're talking about setting your own tone. And so, you know, what does that mean? That means that it's acknowledging that you know your truth. In order for you to deliberately set your own tone, you know what tone is true for you. And the, the way that you know it is that it feels good. It feels like happiness. If you were suffering, it feels like a little bit of relief. If you are feeling lonely, it feels a little bit like love. If you are in pain, it feels a little bit like ease. And if you're feeling great, it feels a little bit like inspiration. It feels like movement, freedom. It feels like creative expression. So let's create a chant right now. Really, I have nothing in mind. This is all going to come just spontaneously from this moment that we're sharing, even though we have a time lapse because you're not listening to this right as I'm creating it. And yet, you're participating because the unfolding is already happening. <laughs> so, the chant will affirm that my heart, and when I, when I chant and I say I, or anything relating to me, I'm doing that with the intention that you are going to listen or chant along and I becomes you. When you say I, it's you. So, um, so let's say my heart is pure. How about that? My heart is pure. So we need a little, let's get a little rhythm here. Okay, let's try this. And we'll, <clears throat> we'll just see what happens here. And as I sing, you can sing along with me or you can just uh, take it in.
something that you can use. Uh, again, this is very rough, very unpolished, uh, really purely just coming out of the moment. Uh, but I hope that you can use that even if you don't use this recording. That mantra, my heart is pure, supports the ground from which your desires arise because you want your desires to be coming from a pure place. Okay, so see you next time. This is Rebbe from theyogaofalignment.com. Take care. Thank you so much for listening to Quick Tips for Manifesting Your Heart's Desire. If you listen to this through a click-to-play option, please consider subscribing to our podcast. You can look up Quick Tips for Manifesting Your Heart's Desire in the iTunes directory or follow the directions at yogaofalignment.com. You can receive remote healing sessions to support all aspects of your life. Monthly memberships available at alignmentforhealing.com.
Join us next time for another bite-sized application of Law of Attraction so that you can more joyfully manifest the desires of your heart.